yeah, that's one of the things that I find really helps as a working mom. Like, how do you juggle it all? Honestly, you don't. It's changing um, the idea of balance. I find so many moms think balance means equal because that's the mental picture we get, but it's more about choosing what's important and making sure those things get done first. What a blessing it was to talk to Jen today about integrating working and homeschooling and that reminder to redefine balance so that we can decide what we need to let go, what we need uh, to make important enough to actually get done. I know that whether whether you work or not, you will be blessed by this episode. Jen shares many nuggets of wisdom that we can apply to all of our homeschools that will also help our children develop life skills as well as make our homeschools run smoother. So let's get started with the interview. I want to welcome to the show today, Jen McKinnon. And Jen and I met not long ago when we were uh, taking a course together about video. And I got to know Jen and see a little bit about her and her family and how she is able to integrate work and homeschool and juggle all of that. So I'm excited to have her on the show today and talk about that a little bit. So welcome, Jen. And if you want to tell us a little bit to start with about your family and your homeschool. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Um, I am a working homeschool mom of two teenagers. So my kids are currently 14 and 16. And now I feel really old. Um, I have been homeschooling since the very beginning, although it was not part of the plan. I had no intentions of being a homeschool mom whatsoever, but sometimes life doesn't always work out the way we think it is. And looking back, I will say I wouldn't change any part of the journey. That is a, both of those sentiments I hear quite frequently. They didn't plan it and yet they wouldn't change it. So you want to tell us a little bit about how you got started homeschooling? Well, uh, as I mentioned, I wasn't planning on homeschooling. And one of the things that was interesting is I only had two friends that were local that were homeschooling. One was just finishing. Her son was graduating and the other one had just started. But if you know most homeschool moms, they're either fall in one of two categories. They either tell you everything they're doing or they don't tell you anything. And um, my friends were the ones that didn't really tell me anything. (laughs) So... I kind of jumped into homeschooling without any research, any plan, any ideas of how this was going to work. I kind of started homeschooling exactly like you would at public school. So I was actually one of those moms who had buzzers and timers and times the kids could go to the bathroom and it was awful. I made them raise their hands. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty bad. But, uh, you know, you learn. I should go, and uh, it's it's been fun. And now they have some stories that they will tell your grandkids. Yes, although they both swear they're never having kids, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all said that at one time. <laughs> well, when you began that homeschool journey, uh, what were some ideas that influenced your homeschool? You've already mentioned the public school mindset. Um, as you got going, what else kind of influenced how your homeschool started and maybe how it evolved? 
Well, like I mentioned, it started very rigid. We had start times and end times. And as time went by, I became friends with Google and the internet. And I started seeing how everyone else was doing these wonderful learning experiences. Now, mind you, it had been a couple years of us following this very scheduled checklist-based homeschool. And so when I tried to make changes and kind of loosen up and add more fun, I had two children who resisted big time. They liked their checklist and they liked knowing what they had to do and when they had to end it. And so I met with some resistance with my own kids. <laughs> and so that was something that I had to overcome and really embrace homeschooling the kids you have Instead of trying to compare my homeschool with everyone else who looked like they were having so much fun, I had to find ways to be more flexible and get the kids to kind of loosen up, but really embrace the kids I had. So we still do to this day. Uh, we have checklists. We have schedules, which ended up working out for the best when I returned to work. I needed those boundaries, I guess, or guidelines to kind of help us get through. But we've also picked like for example one day a week we clear a couple hours and we open a science project or um, a subscription box and we just have fun and follow the kids interests so now we're incorporating more my daughter loves to decorate cakes i have no idea how to do that so she has really embraced researching and figuring out how to do all that and she sets time aside to follow their hobbies and my son writes stories so it's really nice to see them moving away from the very strict guidelines we set out with and kind of embracing and making their school their own, which is a really great bonus of homeschooling. Definitely helping them transfer and take on that responsibility. And just that you're teaching them how to learn so they can do that is, that's just one of the really great benefits that we've seen of homeschooling. Yeah, it's really great. I think once they learn to learn how to research, how to figure out what they don't know, then we've kind of, I personally feel I've kind of done my job. Because after that, right. they can learn anything they want. <laughs> They're pretty much unstoppable. And that's the goal to launch them is that they can then go out and learn what they need in order to pursue whatever they end up deciding to pursue. Yes. So that is awesome. So you've mentioned that you had the checklists and the boundaries when you went back to work. So what, how do you balance homeschooling and working? I have a little bit of that with uh, my podcast and my, my blog, but nothing like what I have seen you posting about and how, I mean, the, the responsibility that your kids have just stepped up to. Well, not everyone is completely as crazy as I am. So I work several days outside the home for a business. I work several days inside the home for a business and then I work for myself. So Usually I'm juggling three to four jobs a week, plus I volunteer, and then all the stuff that comes with homeschooling and being a mom. And when I first started doing it, I failed miserably because I kept thinking that nothing had to change. And I think that's the biggest problem is that you still think you can do everything. You know, you can still do all the things because you want to do all the things, and you can't. There's only 24 hours in the day. So... Um, asking for help, delegating, getting systems in place. There's so many things that I should have did that I didn't that I now 
you know, help and teach other people to do from learning from my mistakes. But yes, having my kids step up. Um, one of the things that really saved me is that since the kids were little, we've always had them involved in household chores. We've always involved them in the decisions we kind of made. They've always been part of the family unit. I think chores are you know, a big part of making our kids feel responsible and building their self-confidence and making them feel like part of the family, even if it's something small, you know, you want to keep them age appropriate, of course. So when they're smaller, you know, can they pick up their toys or, you know, straighten the shoes. But as they get older, they start picking up the responsibilities on their own. And even today, every morning they say to me, what chore do I have today? And that is a huge help. Of course, I've had to learn not to redo the chore when they do it their way. Right. <laughs> Because I have my own way of doing things and letting them do it their way has been a struggle, I'm going to admit. But yeah, that's one of the things that I find really helps as a working mom. Like, how do you juggle it all? Honestly, you don't. It's changing um, the idea of balance. I find so many moms think balance means equal mm, because right. that's the mental picture we get. But it's more about choosing what's important and making sure those things get done first. So, you know, our homeschool, spending time with our kids, and then moving everything else around. So I know that for me, at least, it's difficult to figure out what to let go. So whether I'm looking at our homeschool schedule and recognizing that I have too much planned and I need to let go of some of it because otherwise we won't enjoy and I won't develop the relationships with them. So figuring out what to let go is really hard. Do you have any um, advice you follow or anything that helps you in figuring out what to let go? That's a really good question because normally people are like, well, cut out the things that don't matter. But when you're a working homeschool mom, it all matters. The things that you're choosing between usually aren't an hour in front of the TV or something else, right? They're usually, right. do I do the housework or do I make a meal or do I get some work done? <laughs> so one of the things that I find very vital is knowing when deadlines are and being realistic about the amount of time it's going to take to get those deadlines and scheduling white space or buffer space in my planner. And I have a habit of sometimes forgetting that. Like just, I think it was like two weeks ago, I had an appointment with my daughter at one in town. I had a point with my mom at two, but thankfully it was the same building. So that was okay. And I almost booked a vet appointment at three, forgetting I had to go all the way home and get the dog. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, you can't be in two places at once. So I think having a planner of some sort, I don't care if it's digital, paper, whatever works for you, use it. And that's just it, actually using it. And then when you ask those questions, sometimes I'll ask my husband or I'll ask my kids because they have a different perspective. They're on the outside so they can see all the things I can't. And I'm like, so what do you think? Do you think, you know, I can do this, this, and this? And sometimes they'll say, no, but I can do. And they'll jump in and offer to help me out, which is great because they realize that I can't do it all more than I do. So I don't know if that helps, but those are the things that I use. I love getting that idea of getting the other's perspectives. I often, whenever I get into a situation that I can't figure out what to do, I'll often ask my husband and get his 10,000 foot perspective. Mm -hmm. But I should really be doing that more frequently with our weekly stuff and just say, okay, here's the deal. And 
what do you see? So I, I like that. I'll have to keep that in mind. I know I've done that a couple of times with the girls whenever we've had those situations of, okay, we could do this schedule or we could go do this. And then, like you said, they step up and say, well, we want to do both. So what if we do this so that you can get all that done? And I love how that transfers it transfers not only the responsibility, but to them, it allows them to serve. Yes. And they're doing it in a way that they don't, I don't think they even realize that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it gives us a, a chance to really express appreciation for their role within the family. I think sometimes because I get busy and I get kind of sucked into that little world of everything I have to do, I forget to step out and realize, you know, how much my kids actually do help and appreciate and express that appreciation to them. So it's just been something that's been on my mind, actually. So, <laughs> Right. And you know, um, I think part, as you were mentioning earlier, part of helping them learn how to learn, I think that comes into play there too, of uh, just figuring out how to get all this done, how to balance it, how to choose what to do. And so they're getting a definitely a real life trial by fire with doing that. So if you have um, advice for a working homeschool mom who maybe she's kind of bordering on, yeah, I'd like to homeschool, but I can't do it and work. And maybe she's a single homeschool mom or maybe not. But what would you tell her whenever she's trying to decide, one, if she should homeschool, two, if how she's going to fit in working and homeschooling. What's the one thing that you think stands out the most to you uh, that was helpful or that you think you wish you had known earlier? That's a really good question. Um, And there's kind of a few parts to it. But I think my number one advice for any homeschool mom parent, (laughs) homeschool parent, is that we get this idea that homeschooling only looks one way. We get this idea that homeschooling has to take place between Monday and Friday. And sometimes we even get sucked into the idea that homeschooling only takes place between eight o'clock in the morning and three o'clock in the afternoon. And I think once you get past that mindset, once you can let that go and realize exactly how flexible homeschooling really is, then you start to see the possibilities of it fitting into your life. So I have um, a three-step formula that I use when planning, and I'm not going to list it all out here. But one thing is you divide your life into fixed, flexible, and self-care. So homeschooling actually fits in the flexible part, not the fixed part. Because, for example, when I returned to work, I had lots of textbooks and workbooks, and that's the way the kids learned. And the problem with that is I actually had to be there. I had to go over it with them. They were at a younger age. so They weren't as independent. I hadn't taught independence yet. Um, and so every night I'd come home, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. And they hadn't done any schoolwork yet because I wasn't there. We were getting behind. But once I realized, oh, I could homeschool on the weekends. I could homeschool before I went to work. You know, I didn't work till one. Why was I not teaching in the morning? I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, once you figure out that you can use online programs and offline programs, you're not stuck in one or the other. Once you realize that your child reading along with an audiobook 
as it reads to them is still learning. Once you realize that the card games that they're playing can be math or, you know, nature or whatever, once you get over that mindset that it has to be a certain way, then you start to realize that there's all these possibilities of what your homeschooling might look like. And I'll probably guarantee you it's not going to look like the way you think it is. Um, the other piece of advice as I would give them is try it, but don't just try it for a month. Give yourself a solid year because that first year is really hard. It's when you're learning how your child learns. It's how you're learning how you teach because those matter. I teach totally different than the way my kids learn. So it was really hard for me to kind of wrap my brain around, okay, that doesn't work. I have to do it their way. So it reaches them. And so I think that first year is, you know, all about you changing your, not to buy all the curriculum. Don't do that. Because <laughs> you haven't figured out how your child learns yet. So you end up with all this curriculum that doesn't work. So, you know, take it step by step. And, you know, don't be afraid to take it week by week, day by day. Sometimes it's hour by hour. And, you know, that first year can be really hard. But I think that first year is needed to really... Um, experience the full range of homeschooling, you know, the good days and the bad days. And you're going to have both. We still have them today. You know, I've been doing this for what, 12 years. I still have bad days where I'm like, I quit. <laughs> and so we do, we quit for the day and we go do something fun or, you know, we play a game and they're still learning. It's just in a different way. I like the, I quit for the day. <laughs> there are many days that I feel that way too. <laughs> Well, thank you, Jen. That is excellent advice um, for all of us to remember, whether we are working outside the home, whether we are working in the home, or whether we are just working to get dinner on the table, which some days feels like a Herculean feat. Um, so remind us where people can find you if they want to learn more about you and how they can integrate working and homeschooling and all of that good stuff. Okay, so I hang out online at practicalbydefault.com, Solutions for the Working Homeschool Mom. And if you're there, I highly encourage you to check out our online community. We have, at this time, over 9,000 working homeschool moms in our online community that, you know, we hang out, we answer questions, we talk about curriculum and schedules and chocolate and all the fun stuff that comes with juggling and balancing all that. So um, if I had any other advice to give, I would say don't homeschool alone. Find a Definitely. tribe, whether it's online or offline. It doesn't matter. Find some support because you're going to need it and they'll need you. That is excellent advice. Uh, it's, this is definitely not a solo endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again, Jen. And um, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for having me. This was fun. This podcast is supported by salesontriumphantlearning.com. Today's featured product is beginning reader word searches. Learning to read is hard work. Finding games and activities within your child's grasp that also improve his reading ability shouldn't add to your stress. Beginning reader word searches are a fun way to improve visual discrimination skills and reading fluency while having fun and building confidence. Learn more at triumphantlearning.com forward slash word searches. As a thank you to my podcast listeners, use the coupon code AHDPODCAST to receive 10% off your order at triumphantlearning.com. 
If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Your feedback will help other homeschool moms find the show so they can be equipped to create a calm, peaceful home atmosphere too. Until next time, I hope you have a triumphant day.